your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line if you want to get in here. I had to run out of the studio. Now I'm out of breath. But Mayor Tim Cavett could just take over as I as I uh, catch my breath. Hey, Mayor, how's it going? Good afternoon, Rick. It's going well. How about yourself? I'm good. Uh, how was uh, you, you have? How was your hiatus? Did you have a little vacation? Yeah, we had a, a few days uh, uh, being able to get into uh, outdoors, especially out into the woods, and it was very nice. Um, all right, so a lot of a lot on the table. I, I'll try not to waste everyone's time. Uh, just you know, just try to get to this stuff because the hour goes so quick when you're on here. Um, you know, the 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 so many things I want to break down here is uh, the the shootings are on the rise. I think we had a meeting, not we, but the Lacrosse County DA had a meeting with the Criminal Justice Management Council last week. So I want to talk about shootings. Capital improvement budget kind of came and went. Uh, we didn't get you on here before that. Uh, that we had our first COVID death on Friday in La Crosse County. Obviously, cases have kind of been fluctuating, but they've been pretty high, you know, for almost an uh, entire month now, a little over in a month now. And of course, the Hiawatha statue coming down. That I think. Thank you for that too. By the way, you, I think you you wrote a letter to city leaders on Monday talking about the bringing the the statue down and I didn't have to show prep at all Tim I just I just let the callers call me I, we, we that's all we talked about all week <laughs> I, I would imagine that's uh, been a very uh, popular issue so and then and then the the, the other thing I want to talk to uh, talk about is the elections not coming up but the elections next year uh, obviously, well, maybe it's not obvious, but you will—you will be, will you, or will you not be running in April of 2021? So that was another thing I wanted to talk about. But first, you know, we got a—we got a couple of minutes here before we do that first news break. But I wanted to ask: Has the has the city council? Have you had discussions with the city council? Because the Lacrosse County Health Department has—they're kind of waiting to see how these mask orders go. Uh, with with Dane County, I believe, and and some cities have done this. I think Milwaukee. I don't know if it's if it's the county over there. If, if the city of Milwaukee did this, but have you guys have you have you talked with the city council about having a mask order imposed on the city? Just as we see cases rise, and this and this is getting to be a little bit you know bigger problem as we go on. Well, we have uh, we have not had a, a piece of legislation that. We've addressed with the city council. I, I will say this: if I had the authority, I would have issued an order to require face coverings in public a long time ago. The challenge that we have is that the city that we do not have our own health department, so we rely on our local health department, which is Lacrosse County. And up to this point, Lacrosse County has not issued any. Uh, you know, orders or restrictions based on the, the health statute. So uh, that's been our probably just our biggest uh, challenge. And then it's also it causes confusion for the public because they are seeing orders being issued by the mayor of Winona, by the mayor of Rochester in Minnesota. They see what's going on in Madison and Milwaukee. And at least in the in Wisconsin, 
Um, you know, Madison and Milwaukee both have their own health departments or they have a joint city-county health department. So they're issuing those space-covering mandates based on the health orders. What we have been working on since then, because it's pretty clear to me that the county, for whatever reason, and I'm not sure exactly because uh, I've not really gotten a, an answer, but for whatever reason, they're reluctant to issue any order or, or ordinance or restriction. So we have been looking at possibly an ordinance just under the, the city's, uh, our emergency order that I issued back in April. And the, the big stumbling block for me is we really need to have a, a regional or a county effort where all of the municipalities within La Crosse County would you know, be joining together and especially if in the expectation would be any type of an ordinance would be challenged. So being able to try to defend those challenges. And, and we have reached out to Alaska and with Salem and Holman and then the county on behalf of the unincorporated areas. Uh, we're not getting really any, any response back from any of those communities, either uh, yes or no. It's, it's been pretty much just silent. And so uh, I'm going to need to, look at what the city strategy should be if we do go the route of some type of an ordinance that would go either to a special meeting or to the common council in the august cycle so we're you know we're working on that strategy as best as we can but unfortunately for all of those folks that are uh, and we've gotten a lot of communication uh, asking and demanding and begging that the city issue a order to require face coverings in public and under at least the health statutes we do not have the authority to do that that authority rests with lacrosse county and their health department and they have not decided at this point to to do any type of an order yeah talking listening to general balski last week and we don't have to get into this anymore but she she talked about doing it through municipalities such as if you remember back when we had like smoking bans inside a building. So why can't we just do it that way? Nobody challenged the smoking bans inside a building. So why would we challenge the other way? I don't know if you saw this, Mayor, in Middleton, Wisconsin, there's a coffee shop. Someone just texted me. There's a coffee shop called Hellbox. And they have this like really like 60, 70 year old looking guy with a gray beard and he's got a gun on his hip, like he's got it holstered. And they have, and, and uh, they're enforcing. While Dane County has a mask order, they're enforcing their workers and customers not to wear a mask. And they have an armed guy in there, like trying to enforce this. <laughs> it's just crazy. Well, that's that's the other, I guess. You know, the wrinkle to all of this is the the wearing of face coverings has become political, and and so you're, you know, on one side you wear them, and on the other side you don't. And unfortunately, the you know, the vast majority of science and health uh, officials all over the world, I mean, we're looking at other countries where they implemented a face covering mandate, you know, very early into the COVID-19 pandemic. They've had few case numbers, fewer deaths. They've been able to reopen their economy and have far less unemployment than we do here in the United States. And, and you know, I attribute that to leadership. There's just a lack of leadership instead of trying to bring people together and come up with solutions it's all about divide and conflict and confusion so i mean it's not a surprise where we sit at today with the politics involved yeah and it definitely i could i could see that even happening if you somehow as a city issued a mask order well then i go to you know 
Dick Sporting Goods or the mall or something, and and then I'm like, well, I'm, am I in the city? I don't have to wear a mask, you know. Like it, that would be confusing. Correct. So it would be nice to get the county on board, and you can kind of tell where the county is, you know. And and then obviously the county in, in corporate, you know, is incorporative of all these like bigger businesses and and where people congregate more so than than other places. But all right, we're gonna take a, a quick break. We got Brad doing the news, and then we'll get to some other stuff with Mayor Tim Cabot after this. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. If you want to send me a text, I got a big long one from Podrick, and I got a couple of callers on hold. Mayor Tim Cabot in studio with us today. If you got questions for the mayor, feel free to shoot me a text or give me a call, 608-785-7914. Just talked about it a little bit before the show, Mayor. Obviously, you, you sent a letter on Monday to city leaders, I guess is kind of what we've been calling it. Uh, just saying it's time for the statue to come down. And I think uh, as we talked about this last week, uh, all week, <laughs> uh, the the reasoning, can you can you just kind of give us a reason? Why why should the statue come down now? Well, and just to clarify, it is the Board of Park Commissioners. So the letter that I sent was to the board that oversees and decides the use of our parks within the city of La Crosse, and that's, you know, the their authority and discretion for managing the parks rests in state statutes, including things like the, dealing with um, the Hiawatha statue. So uh, just for, you know, a, a very brief, uh, I guess, last couple of years of history in this issue, uh, we've been working with the family of the artists to return the statue because they had, they had come to us I don't know, two and a half years ago or so, and had requested that the statue be returned to the family because they were concerned that the city was not going to ensure the protection and, and basically uh, the, the statue to be there in perpetuity. They were concerned about, you know, mayors and city councils in the future that, that might, um, um, you know, make a, make a decision and, and, uh, you know, demolish the statue or do something. So they came to us uh, more than two years ago. We had a number of meetings and discussions ongoing. Uh, we agreed and really to meet the family's wishes uh, are are interested in returning the statue to them. The the big challenge that's been over the last two years now is is finding the uh, the the permanent site uh, that the family you know. Uh, has has the issues sorted out as far as you know just the permanent maintenance and, and taking care of that. So that's really uh, why this didn't happen. You know, probably two years ago because we had agreement really among everybody to to relocate it, but the family has not been able to find that that permanent site. So uh, really, um, at this point, because we are also part of a larger world that is looking at uh, you know issues and symbols and histories, uh, I, I feel that it's time that we, that lacrosse addresses it. And so I re- uh, written a letter to the park board asking them to, uh, to take action. And, and that's what they did. So we are still working with the family. I think ultimately it's going to be a good solution that the statue will be relocated, that the family will be able to have uh, control of that statue in perpetuity and, and know that it's going to be taken care of. 
Now, Padraig texted me in. He goes, he's 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 in favor of the park board decision. They think they voted unanimously on Thursday night. But he says, yes, why is this? Did. Why is the city paying so much for its removal and storage for the family of the artist? Uh, he says, from what I understand, the city paid for it originally, and I'm confident city crew could tear it down and not tear it down, but take it down and and haul it. <laughs> well, he says, haul it to a landfill in a couple of hours. So why? Why why is this why is the city on the hook for for these expenses and maybe not the family I think is what he's trying to ask. Well, I think just to be clear, I mean, and I'm not in favor of the statue's destruction either. It was it's a it's artwork created by an artist and we should do everything that we can to preserve that and that's again really uh, uh in meeting the wishes of the family. They they want wanted that artwork back and returned to them because they wanted to make sure it was preserved forever. So the the history of that statue, of course, um, when that was uh, created, it was created as a as a uh, as a tourism attraction, and there were you know things pledged at that time that the Chamber of Commerce and I think there were some other civic groups that said that they were going to take care of the statue and make sure that it was maintained, and, and of course that did not happen. So the city really is responsible for that, and. Uh, that was part of our discussions with the family from, you know, a couple of years ago is that as a part of this whole effort and really a compromise that we uh, agreed to provide the uh, taking the statue down and transporting it to their desired location. So that's really how that came about. Uh, we do have funds through the park improvement funding accounts to be able to address that and uh, in the in the grand scheme of budgets and and everything that we're dealing with, we do have those those funds identified. Yeah, I guess that and that that would have been my next question is you know like we are kind of in the middle of a pandemic. We're cutting funds, uh, you know, across the board in the city and the county. Um, could we just put this off a year and and do that when, maybe when we're kind of out of this COVID mess and the, you know the funding is better available or you know why why not why not put it off a year. Well, at this point, that, that question really is moot. I, I felt it was time to address it now. I wrote the letter to the park board, and the park board has taken action. So we're, we're moving forward with implementing what the park board has adopted. And, uh, you know, I'll leave that to the to the Monday morning quarterbacking to, you know, whether it should happen a year from now or 10 years from now or, or whatever. I mean, that's, we, the, the decision has been made. Yeah. Uh, all right, there's a couple of calls here. Number or number three, number uh, Joe's calling in first. Joe, Joe, number one. There's a couple of Joes on hold. Yeah. Uh, Joe, go ahead. You're on. Hey, yeah, I are, are you kind of being misleading a little bit about the statue? That the family didn't come to you until after people made a request to remove it. So are you kind of being misleading to the people that are on the that are listening to the radio station? Because I don't think that the family wanted the statue down. And if that was the case, why didn't they, why didn't they have to vote on it? Because they were so willing to get rid of the statue. And Tracy Littlejohn, you know, when she spoke, said, um, you know, gave all these different, oh, children are having self-esteem issues and this and that. She knew exactly to say to, to have you people listen to her and say, you know, oh, the poor children. You should have let the people of Lacrosse vote on that statue removal and and go from there because um, that statue's been here my entire life. And I think the reason it's coming down is wrong. And I don't agree that a lot of people in Lacrosse feel that same way. So 
I think you're being misleading. All right. Thanks, Joe. Mayor, go ahead. Well, I would just say, I, I mean, uh, again, I'll let that for the people to judge whether I'm being misleading or not. I'm only uh, recapping the conversations that took place two and a half years ago, and that included uh, the, the family sitting down with myself and Councilmember Podesky and talking about the future of that, that statue. And we did that in the Common Council Chambers and had a very good conversation. And after that conversation, we then brought together a number of other folks, including representatives from the Ho-Chunk, representatives, other representatives from the city council, and, and really talked through, you know, just the, the plan. So, you know, I, I'm not quite sure of what Joe is referencing, uh, but I know that I, I know the conversation that I had with family as well as uh, Councilmember Podesky, and that's that's what I can tell you. I think maybe, you know, the the letter you had on Monday to the county board, last Monday, I should say, uh, just, you know, part of that letter, I think it said, I'm not looking at it, I could pull it up, but, you know, it's time for the statue to come down. And, and, and I think Joe is saying that you're, the the family didn't say they wanted it back until maybe you after after you said it's time for the statue to come down. So did the family ask for it back first, or did you say it's time for, you know what I mean? Yeah, the, the family requested the statue more than two years ago. Yeah. So okay. the, the timing that I'm talking about right now is because, again, uh, with everything that's going on in the world, these types of, of symbols and these types of statues are being addressed by communities all across the country. So, uh, you know, my, my goal was to, again, like, like it was two and a half years ago, was to meet the and respect the wishes of the family, which was to return that artwork to the family of the creator. And that's, in essence, what we're doing. Uh, number three is calling in. Number three, you're on the air. Go ahead. I got two quick questions. City of La Crosse took out a building permit uh, for $6.5 million. Could you tell me what that was for? Uh, I do not know, right off the top of my head. Okay, it wasn't listed. All this is a City of La Crosse new commercial building. Six and a half million bucks. Another question, uh, Riverside Boat Cruises. You were at six and a half million. I heard it went down to two million. The city's going to put in a million, and the cruise ships are going to put in a million. Is that right? That is still being worked on. So Okay, the, well, here's my advice. Before, okay, well, from a Norwegian, if, you want, if you want an answer to the question, um, you know, I'm happy to get it. Otherwise... I'll, I'll listen yeah. to more questions. No, go ahead, Mayor. I, 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 I put them on hold, so go ahead. Okay, so the, uh, the negotiations with the, uh, the large boat companies has been ongoing since uh, it's been, uh, you know, more than a year, and I think we were very close to getting an agreement on the actual dollar amount and then, of course, COVID-19 hit, and that has thrown uh, all of that uh, into a bit of an unknown. So the, uh, the estimating that we have worked with our parks and recreation and, and engineering departments is really that $2 million figure that we see in the capital budget for 2021, and that is to extend the levee and seawall to the north, basically, you know, close to the mouth of the La Crosse River. Um, there are there is other work. There are other phases that have to be done, and, and our hope, of course, is that uh, within uh, you know, pick a time frame, a year, 
uh, we'll be able to re-engage with those large boat companies because they had pledged to provide capital in exchange for being able to use the levy when their tours come through. But unfortunately, COVID-19 halted those negotiations, and, and that, I, they'll resume again at some point, but we've got to obviously get a handle on COVID-19 and then the tourism industry to rebound. All right, uh, Lacrosse Mayor Tim Cabot on with us. we got a break. Scott's comment, the news coming up. We'll be back after this right here on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. i got a bunch of calls and texts to get to you. Mayor Tim Cabot's on with me. Uh, right before we, we left for break, number three had asked the mayor a little bit about uh, some big big boat, big cruise ship, whatever you want to call them, uh, that would that would come down to Riverside Park. And I, I believe Carol has a question uh, in regards to that. Uh, Carol, you're on with the mayor. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, when, when these boats stop here, um, I know we've only had a few boats that have stopped here. But if you're going to have your levy down there longer so bigger boats can come in, how are the taxpayers in this city going to be able to recoup uh, money from that? I know that you'll get your money downtown in your stores, in your taverns, wherever people go to eat. Uh, Will our taxes go down? Our property taxes go down? So the improvements that we're planning to the... Uh, to the levy, you know, just like what was done back in, I think, 2000 when that original stretch of levy was redone was to help encourage more tourism and more, you know, spending by visitors from out of town, sales tax and room tax and all those types of things. So that's really the goal with this expansion and the fact that we are seeing more river traffic from the the cruise lines. I mean, there are, there are more cruise companies and cruise ships that are going up and down the river with lacrosse being one of their most popular uh, stops. So, uh, so that's really the, the effort. There's a difference between, you know, we, we don't actually collect sales tax in the city that, you know, there's a portion that goes to lacrosse County and lacrosse County helps to reduce your County tax levy because of the sales taxes that they collect. So, I mean, in a roundabout way, yes, you know, the sales tax does help to reduce your property tax burden, but it's it's a very, um, you know, I would say it's just a, it, it's it's kind of a, a challenging connection to show. Um, the other the other part of that project includes a transient dock that is being installed uh, just a little bit to the south of where we're improving the levees, so that the people of this area will have a place. To when they're when they're boating on the Mississippi River, we'll have a place that they can safely uh, tie up their boats and go downtown. That's been something that's been you know asked for for many 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 years, and so that's all part of this overall riverfront improvement that we're working on. With that, Mayor, are you going to use my idea with a, having a river canal system through through Riverside Park as well, so we can get on like gondolas and stuff like that? Or? Well, that, that may, <laughs> might be a future phase. I mean, that, that, that would take probably a, a little bit more. But, no, I, I think it's going to be a nice – I know it will be a nice project with having the transient docks that allow for people in this area to tie up and then the expansion of the levy to encourage more, more visitors and spending by people from outside of the area here in our 
our downtown and our hotels and restaurants. Well, my other idea, you you vetoed the 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 idea of having the lacrosse center go over the Riverside Park. There, I say we should dig up that portion of Riverside Park and make it a boat harbor, so boats can come in right right in there. Well, they I believe they did look at some of those as options, but it becomes very difficult from an environmental and a regulatory and an engineering uh, standpoint to to look at uh, trying to change the you know just the, the, the river itself there, yeah, and, and that, plus there's a very large overhead line that was buried uh, many years ago that Excel Energy now actually just upgraded as a part of a lacrosse center project. So there's a lot in the ground right there, um, and so the, the I mean I think the plan that we're moving forward is going to be a very good one for the community. All right, we got a we got a couple of callers here asking um, kind of the I feel like a lot of these are, are going to be the same answer that you give, but I'm going to give them a, sure. a shot to ask. Uh, sure. uh, Joe Joe has a, a little bit of a different take on it, but Joe, go ahead. Hey, I just uh, wanted to say because you decided to placate fascism, now we lost our statue, and then I wonder that three hundred and seventy five thousand that you allocate to the parks board every year to put a couple street lights up in a park. I'm wondering if you didn't threaten them with taking that money away unless they signed unanimously because it's a little concerning to me. And as far as I'm concerned, I think you've worn out your welcome, Mr. Mayor. All right. Go ahead, Mayor. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, I, I really I don't know that there was a question there, so yeah, I don't know right. that I can, uh, I can yeah, address I think, it. I think and, the, and the 375000 is not directed towards the park board. It's actually directed towards our neighborhood associations, and the neighborhood groups are the ones that get together and go through a very democratic process and ultimately then select what they would like to do with those monies. And it just so happens, I believe, that um, many of the neighborhood associations, because I think we've completed now, I think, maybe eight or ten of these different projects over the course of the last uh, seven years, uh, most of their monies or a lot of their improvements are directed towards the parks because it, it shows just how popular parks are and how important parks are to improve our quality of life in our neighborhoods because after all parks are for everyone that's one of the very you know few remaining uh, spots where democracy is in action because parks are there for everyone so i you know that's really what i can say to that i don't know what else joe was was talking yep. about there as far as threats or anything like that um and, oh, yeah. and- in the park board discussing uh, the, the, taking down the statue and what what would happen next, they 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 talked a little bit about replacing it with something. And I have a suggestion. I, I think others have. You could replace the Hiawatha statue with a beautiful uh, view of mid- the Mississippi River. Like, b- could we just not replace the statue? Going to be taken down and just have you know the river be the 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 thing that you know we look forward to going to see. Sure. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's definitely an option. I, I just suggested to the park board and based on the, you know, communication and feedback I've been getting from folks, I'm happy to put together a group of people and, and citizens and stakeholders that could look at that site and and make some recommendations really for how to honor our, our First Nation citizens as well as uh, Anthony Zimmerhockel because of his contributions to the lacrosse area and to the art scene in lacrosse. So, I mean, we, there, there's still, I mean, that, that can still happen and, and leaving it as a natural site, you know, that's something also that could be an option. Uh, that's, that's really, I haven't come up with, or I, I'd, I'd look for, for others to really, uh, you know, 
come together with some recommendations for that. All right, we'll go back to the phones. Uh, more people, I think, want to vent here. Tim, hold tight. Uh, Dan, you're on the air. Go ahead. Yeah, a couple of quick questions, I guess. Uh, I just heard the mayor kind of, uh, he sounded a little positive and enthusiastic in referring to the neighborhood democratic processes that are involved in these parks. Now, it wasn't a neighborhood democratic process last week that uh, you guys had a, a, a call-in survey on, on who uh, supported removing and Dan, and who didn't support removing Dan, the Hiawatha statue. Dan, Dan I, the, mayor was, might, the, the mayor might not know this. Mayor, last Thursday or Friday, and maybe I mentioned this, and I'm not sure, we did a real quick survey. I think we turned it around in under 12 hours. We asked all six stations whether or not to keep keep the uh, the statue, uh, move it, or the, no opinion. And I think 83% of the people that voted from our six stations said keep the statue. All right, Dan, go ahead. Sure. Okay, and and on that note, I guess you talk about democratic processes with these with these parks, which is great. Um, but why? What's the big fear of putting the Hiawatha thing to a referendum and have a real democratic process in determining the outcome of what goes on there? And I guess the other thing I want to know is what kind of local government, if we all agree that the Hiawatha was an art display of art. What kind of local government determines what art the citizens are going to look at? They're going to get rid of the Hiawatha. But on the other hand, we get some crazy blue egg baby thing that I don't know who sent a memo over to the artist that the city of La Crosse wanted that. That's so doggone ugly, nobody could stand it. And the city of La Crosse shoves that down their throat. And then you look at the monument that's out in front of uh, the municipal boat harbor right now, a uh, piece of steel that I'm not sure what it represents. All right, so Dan's just going to complain about all the art in town, I, I, and I want to get okay. to other calls. But g- yeah, go ahead, Mayor. Well, I, I, I so I'm, I'm trying to think through of all of the the issues getting raised there. As far as essentially, the, a, 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 he wanted a, essentially a referendum, perhaps on on whether or not to keep this the 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 statue, which gets, which gets into the whole equality versus equity argument. Well, I, I think the the issue of a referendum has been again talked about for years so uh you know there's there's always the that kind of idea of asking for advisory referendums i mean they they happen all the time you know i'm thinking of uh uh, recent advisory referendums uh dealing with uh whether you know marijuana should be legalized or how um our uh, redistricting processes should happen so so those are those are always available, and you know there's a city council that governs lacrosse that can can address those issues. Um, you know I just want to remind people that the family had requested the return of the statue because they were concerned for its long term uh, upkeep and and keeping it uh, you know intact in, in perpetuity, and that was more than two and a half years ago. So. Uh, you know, my feeling is that we are respecting the wishes of the artist who created that, uh, and and their family wants it back. So, as far as a, a referendum or, or those kinds of questions, you know, what what I did as as mayor is I wrote a letter to a body, which is the board of park commissioners, which their authority granted through the state statutes is to oversee what happens in our parks requesting that the state
statue be removed and returned to the family. And they, you know, had an open meeting, they held the vote and they decided that. So as far as my view, you know, that's, that's our, our process. And, uh, and it was a talk about, uh, it was a well, unanimous, unanimous vote there. No, it, it was a unanimous vote there. I just, I'm, I'm going to forget this. Uh, you're talking about the movement, the moving of the statue. And it sounds like maybe uh, it, it wasn't as, as, the upkeep on it over the, you know, however many years you want to talk about wasn't the greatest. And the family is kind of concerned about how it is being, you know, slowly deteriorating. Do you worry at all, worry at all? And have you talked to anyone yet about um, safely removing it and and moving it? And uh, are we, are we scared that it might crumble when we take it down? Well, I mean, I guess there's no guarantees in life. The, the folks that we have engaged in this, you know, they have, they have looked at it, and based on how it was constructed, they feel uh, confident that the statue can be safely removed and relocated to the site. You know, when the family when the family decides where that is. So, I'm I'm going off of the uh, the experts who look at these things and, and deal with uh, cranes and you know moving concrete and and cracks and, and addressing all that. So. Uh, but just the last thing that I wanted to uh, just touch on, Rick, was the, the local government and and artwork. And the, again, the uh, the hatched baby was is on loan. It's a, it's a sister city relationship that we have with our our sister city in Germany. The German committee here locally, which is a group of volunteers who work to try to build relationships with our our sister city in Friedberg. Uh, they they uh, have the that that artwork, and we have that you know temporarily displayed. I don't know timeline of when that will get returned to um, to Germany, but that is what the plan is: is that that will be returned. Yeah, that that thing was in uh, I think in Ohio. I can't remember if it was in. Oh, I can't remember what city it was in Ohio, but Wolfgang Auer is the outer artist that created that. If he if he if he called you tomorrow and said, "Hey, you know what? I kind of want my my hatched baby uh, piece of artwork back," would it, would the city fight that? No, we we would return it because that was all part of you know those conversations. Um, all right, uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, Lacrosse Mayor Tim Cabot. We're going to wrap up after this right here on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Mayor Tim Cabot on with me. We just got a couple minutes left, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get through uh, some of these calls and texts. Uh, let's see here. Uh, D D had a question, I believe, just uh, in a conversation that Mike Hayes had with uh, I think a friend, a family friend of Anthony Zimmerhockel, the artist who created the the Hiawatha statue. D, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hi. It was an interview with the son-in-law who said he spoke for his wife, who would, who would also speak for her father, Zim, that they should just throw it in the river where the fish would appreciate it. He said that all the uh, options for moving it, to finding places to put it, fell through because the insurance would be too great. So he says throw it in the river. So maybe the mayor, because he only last was in touch two years ago, maybe he should contact him again about that. Okay. Um, just throw it, in, throw it in the river, Tim? I, I, don't, I don't know if we should do that. Uh, no, I, I, I wouldn't agree with that. I, and again, I, we we have had ongoing conversations and continue talking with uh, Tim Slanka and uh, and Lisa. So I, I'm confident we're going to come up with uh, a solution there. You know, it would be if we had like a cool, like crystal clear blue lake, 
that was, you know, pretty deep. I mean, putting it in there would be kind of cool for scuba divers, but I don't think we have uh, that kind of that kind of thing in this area. Uh, Eric from Sparta, go ahead. You're on. Yeah, the majestic statue is coming down. It's done. It's over with. I have to have to answer your question, Mister Beer. When I I live in Sparta, when I come to look across on the north side of I ninety, I see this majestic statue down there. Native Americans playing the game of lacrosse. Uh, is it the castle culture going to take that down also? All right, are we taking the lacrosse player statue no. down? Okay. All right, that was easy enough. Uh, and Jim Jim wants to talk about not Riverside Park, but Cameron Park. Real quick, Jim, go ahead. Yeah, hi, Mayor. This is a quick one for you. Is a yes or no? I would like to know, uh, there's a, quite a contingency of uh, vagrants coming into Cameron Park, and uh, it seems like they just get, they grow and grow and grow. And are the police instructed by either the chief or by yourself to leave them alone because they're violating laws down there. All right. Uh, oh. So just, and this is more than a yes or no type of answer. We are working on that. We're well aware of the homeless challenges that we're seeing, not only in Cameron Park, but in our parking ramps and, and really, you know, all over the city. Uh, the police uh, have shown great leadership there because I believe it was two weeks ago they just did a effort with our uh, nonprofits, the Salvation Army, Coolie Cap, and others to connect the people in Cameron Park with resources so that they can get into permanent housing. And, and I believe there were eight or nine individuals that uh, uh, were able to connect with resources both here in La Crosse and then outside of our area to get into programs and to get into permanent housing. So. Um, the the police, uh, the neighborhood resource officers, our community policing program is is a, a very it's a model I, I would say all over the country of how they work on these issues and they've been working on that diligently for uh, you know especially since uh, we started seeing large numbers again in Cameron Park. Um, Mayor, just uh, uh, the, another reason why maybe uh, we could give the police different responsibilities where they don't have to you know try to care for the homeless, but. Um, another person had texted me, Sean asked me about, are, are you concerned about all the shootings that have happened? There were two, you know, a couple, you know, there was a murder a couple of weeks ago and there, I think there were two shootings this weekend. So, uh, you only have a minute here. So I only give you a minute okay. to discuss shootings. Yeah, we're very concerned. I mean, we, we've been, uh, looking at this issue and, and trying to work on these issues. And again, the police department, uh, has been very active in this. I mean, th- this is a challenge and we're seeing, unfortunately, the trends and the numbers going in the wrong direction when it comes to shootings and it comes to uh, especially felons that are uh, that have firearms and and you know our belief is that if you're a felon and you have a firearm that there should be there should be jail that you know those there should be certain uh, minimum standards and and right now we're trying to work through again those challenges along with everything else so um, no, we 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 don't. Nobody wants to see those shootings. Nobody wants to see that violence, and we are working very hard to address that. All right, Lacrosse Mayor Tim Cabot, thanks a lot for joining us. I I didn't get to the question of whether or not you'll be running for mayor in 2021 in April, but you have 10 seconds. I still got time. You still That's got right. time. We still got time. It's still early yet. All you right. Bet. All right. Thanks a lot for joining me. Okay. You bet. All right, Lacrosse Mayor Tim Cabot, thanks a lot for joining us. I I didn't get to the question of whether or not you'll be running for mayor in 2021 in April.
but you have 10 seconds. I still got time. You still That's got right. time. You still got time. It's still early yet. All you right. Bet. All right. Thanks a lot for joining me. Okay. You bet. All right. That was Mayor Tim Cabot. I did get it in because he, uh, he hasn't made his decision yet on April 2021. All right. That's all the time I got. We're going to bring on a uh, health expert tomorrow to talk about the, the virus a little bit. Thanks, guys.